Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and on today's episode, I have Sandy Dyke of Options for Senior Living. We're going to discuss all about senior living, the new types of communities, and I'm having her on because we're going to talk about fitness and old age and why it's so important to stay physically and mentally fit. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast. Today I have Sandy Dyke of Options for Senior Living. We're going to talk a little bit about preparing for senior life, uh, how to stay fit while you're while you're in later age, and why it's important to stay healthy and stay fit, not just physically, but also mentally, and a little bit more about preparing things for older age. Um, like senior living specifically, uh, and you have an event coming up that we'll talk about as well. So welcome, Sandy. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your background. Um, you have options for senior living is a senior placement. Correct. But your history in senior living is so much longer than yes, that. <laughs> it dates way back. Um, so I actually started in senior living about 25 years ago. And, um, you know, I, I entered the, the senior field officially as an activities director doing music therapy, um, various activities in the nursing home setting. And if we all remember nursing home settings, we kind of have that stereotype vision of the long corridors and a very medical <laughs> setting. Um, but then over the years, I kind of moved my way more towards the management side, more towards operations. And fast forward 25 years, um, I then went into managing the, the larger communities that we see going up out there all around, it seems, the valley right now. And I was overseeing the properties, ensuring that the medical care, the food, the food was provided, the maintenance, the I mean, everything. So I did that for many years, um, did some hospice after that, and did some mobile physician practice work after that bring me to today and what I do. Um, and I, I chose the route that I'm doing now because I have such a vast array of experience helping the senior population and the families that now I can be a resource for both sides. So talk a little bit about uh, music therapy. It's an interesting yes. thing that I don't think a lot of people know about. So music therapy, I always compare it to one of the other, just like physical therapy or occupational therapy, but we use music as our tool. So an example I always like to use, which is easy to understand, say you have somebody that had a stroke recently and they have limited motor coordination or motor movement, you may know that they used to be in a band or they really like music or they just have a hobby of playing the drums. So I'm going to use their past experiences, their past interests to incorporate that into their rehab. So I might have them participate in some type of drumming group where it requires them the fine motor skill grasp of a, a drum mallet, the gross motor coordination of their arm. And so you know, a lot of times music therapists kind of have an edge on other therapies because it's seen as fun and not so much work. So 
that's in a nutshell, you're using music as your modem to get that therapeutic result. So you talked about like uh, the nursing home type idea that people have, you know, the long corridors and the scariness about it. Um, But one thing we don't think about in senior living communities is that it is a lot of them are active lifestyle communities. So you have gyms, you have trainers, you have activities. Can you explain some of those things? Oh, gosh. Senior senior living communities now are just completely amazing. Um, Like you said, there's full-on gyms in some of these. Um, I always joke there's wine cellars because, you know, you do the work (laughs) and then you have to have the fun. Um, But, yeah, they have gyms. They have outside um, physical therapy, occupational therapy coming into a lot of these. Um, So because the key thing is bringing everything on site to the senior. Um, And when I say senior – I mean, honestly, we have people in their 60s moving into these communities, and by no means are they senior at all, but it's... They're it's, still active oh my and gosh. healthy, and, and it's, it's so just, important. Right, right, and there's it's just a community of like people, people exactly. in your same age group, people that have the same interests, people that want to converse with people their own age. And, right, right. Um, a lot of those things are taken care of in a, in the senior living communities. Like, you know, you have the cafeteria. You have, mm-hmm. I think some of them even have restaurants. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, you've got the gym. You've got as kind of an all-inclusive resort, it's really. All, it, it's a total social model. That's yeah. the idea behind senior living is social model. So people are coming together for a quality of life, social components. Um, and so, you know, the nursing homes that we all think of way back in the day, those are a complete medical model. Yeah. Assisted living is completely different, all based on social and quality of life. So uh, tell me a little bit about things that you have to do differently in, uh, like with senior living for active, like the, as an activities director, what are different things that you would do for them as opposed to, you know, let's say just the YMCA? Yeah. So, I mean, in a senior living community, you really want to promote activity. You want to keep people as active as possible. The old saying, you you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And in many ways, that's so true because as we age, we, it's just naturally a lot of us become more sedentary in our lifestyles. And, you know, you experience muscle atrophy. You just, your brain isn't stimulated. You're, you're different, um, just health components there everything impacts the other and so the big thing is keeping people active whether it's physically mentally socially you want to keep that active factor going yeah I know I have a a few clients and they'll probably be mad at me for mentioning but (laughs) um, that are in their 60s and 70s and have always kind of been fairly active but never really worked out and now their focus is more on balance on maintaining muscle mass and strength, core strength, just, you know, to prevent from falling. Because falling is a huge... It could be huge, yes. It it could be detrimental. It could lead to death a lot of times. So, you know, a lot of my older clients, you know, that's kind of their focus. So that's what we focus on to get them into older age, staying healthy and staying active. Right. And none of us want to think that we're going to be in that situation yeah. as we age. We, you know, I to t- I today still feel like I'm 20 years younger than I am. We just <laughs> mentally, we don't grasp that. And, you know, our bodies, have things have taken its toll on us over the years. So 
I'm going to tell this story, but my dad's probably going to be really <laughs> mad at me. But I talk about I talk about my parents a lot. But both of them are actually in. Uh, they use uh, silver sneakers. Awesome. At, they go to the YMCA in Awatuki, and they both use silver sneakers, which is awesome. So they go yep. all to the classes. But anyway, my dad is in his 70s, and he was moving stuff from their upstairs office downstairs. And he said to me, um, you know, I think I'm, I feel a lot younger than I am and moving these things. It was really hard and he felt it. And he's like, I, I envision myself stronger and younger. And, you know, I think it's hard to really imagine yourself in older age. Like, you know, you look at yourself and you're like, I'm fine. It's a big deal, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I know this is an exaggeration of that, but it's on that same path where, you know, if we even look at the the full extreme of, you know, aging and needing care, and we're looking at very, very advanced dementia, you know, you'll notice in a lot of dementia care communities that there's no mirrors. Hmm. And a lot of times they don't put mirrors up because when somebody in advanced age with advanced dementia sees themselves in a mirror, they don't see them as themselves. They don't recognize that person in the mirror because it's an older individual. They still think they're that younger image. And so kind of the same concept, you don't feel as old. I mean, you're, you're older than you feel. Yeah. That's interesting. I I did not know that. Um, So talk to me a little bit about options for senior living. What exactly do you do? What is it? Why do you do it? So I, I don't know anything else but working with seniors. Um, I, I can't see myself doing anything else. So um, options for senior living, we are a personalized hand-holding service, no cost to the families, um, in helping their loved ones navigate the world of senior living, help them find options for when they're no longer able to stay at home safely. Uh, you know, all of us want to remain in our home as long as possible, and that's always the first and foremost. But there may come those times when that's just not going to be possible. And so what I do is I will meet with them. I will talk with them. I will assess them medically, financially, socially. Uh, you know, are they a veteran? Do they, what is their financial situation? Um, and I will assess what their needs are with them and then come together with them to narrow down options for them in the community I will hold their hand, take them to the communities, be their advocate out there, ask the questions that need to be asked so that whatever situation they choose to move into, whatever environment that is, they can do so knowing that they have looked at all angles of it and they know it's their best option. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't just work with people that are needing to go into assisted living. Correct. You place people into regular senior living communities as well. Right. So there's senior living communities and there's assisted living group homes. Um, a lot of times people kind of get confused with what's the difference or are they the same? They're they're both licensed exactly the same by the state. The only difference is one is a residential home where five to ten people can live together with the care or they're in a larger community and it's a much more socialized atmosphere. So, Okay, so you have an event coming up this Wednesday. We um, do. It's, tell me a little bit about that. I know... Um, you want to prepare for life because yeah. life happens. And uh, two things that we, we don't think 
anything's going to happen to us. And, you know, so we just live our lives and think right. that we're going to be fine and skipping along. And then someday something happens and you're not prepared. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about this event and why yep. you're putting it on. And So I'm very excited about the event because most of the people that we run into in my field are in crisis mode. And it, crisis meaning... There's a, there's a health situation, there's a medical situation present, and they have not planned accordingly. And so now everybody's rushing to decide, okay, what do we do? Where do we go? I don't know if we can afford this. So what this group is, it's a group of professionals, the East Valley Business Networking Group. And we are a group of professionals who, one, focus on the community, focus on helping each other um, from a business standpoint, but the big thing is community education. And so there are a group of us within this network that have come together that have a common goal of focusing and helping the aging or senior population. And we are going to provide um, some introductory information as far as how to best plan in the different areas of life, you know, uh, estate planning. Um, I'll be talking as well just about senior living in general. We'll have a realtor, um, somebody to speak about insurance. And so, you know, the more tools somebody has in their tool belt for when that time comes or planning ahead, I, I can tell you from personal experience, you want to do this. You don't want to ignore planning. Yeah, I think, you know, there's things we don't know about, I, especially when getting into old, you know, older age and you're of Medicare age. Mm -hmm. Navigating that is, you know, difficult. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. It's difficult. And with anything, you know, obviously I'm an advocate for coaching because I coach people to work out, but right. um, you want to have the right tools. You want to have the right information to be able to get the right care or, you know, the right insurance right. or, you know, to be able to move into a place that is for you, you that's know. the thing. You want to be an educated consumer. Yeah. Um, I've I'm dealing with families currently where they moved their loved ones into a setting where they thought their needs would be met. They did not have anyone helping them do that, and we're in a situation now where they've reached out to me, and I'm understanding. You know, dynamics have have significantly changed. Mom and dad are declining significantly, and they are a risk risk to themselves being in their current environment. So I'm working with them to quickly assess the situation, um, look at the options available. But but yeah, it's it's so important to, to be planning. How do you handle a situation, let's say, where um, someone needs to be put into care or needs to be in a community that doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the majority of people. Because like I said earlier, <laughs> nobody wants to leave their home. Um, you know, it's, that's where I first, that's the initial part of the assessment. And the more I can develop a relationship for the pe with the people that are possibly moving, I want to do that. So I, if at all possible, I want to make that personal connection. Um, I need to gain those individuals' trust. And once they get to know me, know that we're here all in their best interest, they also have to have an active voice. What I encourage families to do is as much as possible, depending upon the mental capacities of the people we're working with, they need to be involved in the conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's just 
getting them exposed to the environment because all they're thinking is a nursing home model. Yeah, it's, and it's that, scary. It is scary because, I mean, it kind of, I, I don't know why, but one flew over the cuckoo's nest is the first thing that <laughs> popped into my mind just now. But, I mean, that's, that's traditionally what you think of. You mm-hmm. think of this right. nursing home situation where – there was a lot of bad things that would happen to the elderly, you know, yep, the yep. people being beaten or abused, right. beaten and abused or, you know, not being fed or right. getting sick or whatever. I mean, that's right. what you traditionally think of. Yeah. And that's what our older population, that's the era they're from. That's all they know. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if that's the case and we're, we're in a situation where they just have this this block vision of, oh, my gosh, I'm not going there type of thing, sitting in a wheelchair in a cold hallway, nobody's talking to me. <laughs> um, one exposure, you know, and, and honestly, maybe it's just let's all go out for lunch. Yeah. We go as a family. I go with the family, the individual. We go have lunch, and that lunch just happens to be in the restaurant of the senior living. Mm-hmm. They then see for themselves firsthand, wow, this is not what I thought it was. Yeah. And again, we're talking about people that have that mental capacity to grasp that. Now, if we're working with somebody that has dement- advanced dementia, a whole nother approach right. we have Completely to Completely different animal. Tell me a little bit about some of the activities or events that senior living communities put on to keep their Keep us active. Yeah. Um, You know, it's and it's awesome because there's such a wide range of opportunity. You can have even in them in specifically memory care settings. They're getting people act. You're going on walks. You're doing volleyball with with objects that obviously aren't a true (laughs) volleyball, but, you know, balloons or whatever. Again, anything to keep that that mobility active and and the muscles moving. you know, all the way to yoga groups. They have yoga groups. They have Tai Chi. They have, um, for those that have pools, they have water aerobics. I mean, it is, it's such a new era of senior activity out there and fitness. It's amazing. And our older population is larger than it's been. We're living longer. (laughs) We're living longer. We're living, there are more people that are in that age group, you know, yep. we got a lot of the baby boomers, so it's not, yep. it is something that we we need to consider. I think my parents are going to think that I'm trying <laughs> to put them in a home now. But. <laughs> Mom and dad, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> but it is, you're right. I mean, we have such a, a large group of people entering this population that, yeah. um, again, you know, even early 60s, people are looking to move out of their homes because they just don't want the upkeep. Yeah. But it's... Our, and I give kudos, big kudos to the senior communities because they are doing a very good job keeping up with the changing demands for the fitness industry and healthy living. Yeah. So. Well, tell me again. So the name of this event on Wednesday is it's EVBN Presents. It's EVBN, EVBN Presents. And, oh, my gosh, I'm trying to think of the whole long term <laughs> of it. But it's, in a nutshell, it's planning for your future. You okay. Know? And, again, it's. We're, we're touching on all aspects of living so that everybody that attends can get a taste of, okay, let's put there, hopefully some lights will go on upstairs if they haven't already, as far as like, wow, I really probably need to look at this. And it's Wednesday at what time it is and where? Wednesday at noon um, at the Mesa Chamber, downtown Mesa. And I think it's 165 North Centennial. Okay. And so it's on the second floor. But again, it's going to be about an hour, hour and a half long. But each of each of our um, speakers are going to have about a 10-minute segment 
and there'll be time for to ask questions as well. Okay, I'll, I'll post all of that information um, in the show notes and on Facebook and Instagram and everything. Um, how can people contact you if they need to? Just questions even. Yeah, <laughs> I can be directly, honestly, either a couple ways. My immediate way is just by phone and that's 480-242-5753. Um, and it's just the greater East Valley, Phoenix area. And then also there is a Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash senior ops. Senior ops. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Well, thank you for coming on today. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's so important for people to stay active and healthy into older age because we are living longer. And yep, yep. I know a lot of people haven't. I mean, my dad didn't start. You, you get into this period uh, yeah. of when you're like, I'm going to be fine. And right. then you reach this age where you're like, I need to get back into this. And, and one just thing is, around. you know, it, we talked about much muscle atrophy. People forget your heart's a muscle and all those inner workings in your body are muscle. You Absolutely. Know, COPD, heart failure, you want to keep those muscles strong throughout. Absolutely. So, so hopefully uh, any of you seniors listening <laughs> Go or, ahead, or just anybody, get your parents <laughs> active, get everybody active. You know, fitness is so important, but it's not just it's not just being physically fit. It's being mentally fit as well and also being prepared. Exactly. You know, you never know what can happen and being prepared financially, physically, mentally, all those things will help you to live longer, healthier, happier lives. So thank you so much, Sandy, for coming on today. All right. We will see you all next week. much for listening to the Fit Minute podcast, Fitness for Real People, with me, your host, Gabby Mazar. If you would like any more information on what we talked about today, you can find it in the show notes, or you can find it on my website, www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear, or subscribe to our channel on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to. Join us next week to hear more stories about people just like you.